Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the On My Mind podcast. I'm your host, Ava Jules, and we are here today. Gonna have a little chat. I'm so excited to be here because the last episode I did was a guest episode, and so I haven't sat down and talked to you guys one-on-one. It feels like in so long. So I missed you. I hope you're doing well. I know a lot of you just went back to school, are starting, you know, new chapters of your life. So I hope that's going well for you. I know change can be scary, but... A lot of good can also come from it. I don't even know where to start with this episode because I have so many things I want to update you guys on and I feel like that's kind of what this episode is going to be about and that's essentially because lately I have felt such a shift in myself and in my life and I kind of wanted to catch you up on how I'm feeling. As a lot of you know, I recently went through a breakup after three-ish and a half years, like three and a half-ish years of dating someone. And so that just caused this massive domino effect to all these different changes in my life. And it's been hard, but it's been good. And I feel like right now I have just been feeling so good. There's so many different things that I'm feeling and it's definitely, you know, a process of sometimes having amazing days, other days having not so amazing days, but I feel like I have been pouring into myself and into the person I want to be now more than ever. And I wanted to talk about it and share kind of some of the things that I've been going through and feeling. It's funny, this always happens where I sit down in front of the microphone and press record and suddenly my mind is blank. I don't know if any of you have ever experienced this before. Maybe, you know, you have something you want to say to someone and then when you actually are in front of them, there's just nothing going through your head. That's how I feel right now. The other day I was in the shower and I was having these great thoughts. I was like, holy shit, this would be the perfect moment to record a podcast. And now here I am and I'm like, there's just nothing going on in here. (laughs) All right, it's time to get into the juicy stuff. Lately, I have been in my saying yes and my why not era. I think that's one of my favorite social media trends to ever happen. The whole, I'm in my blank era. Like, I'm in my hot girl era. I'm in my walking era. I'm in my villain era. Whatever it is, for me right now, what has really been resonating is I'm in my saying yes era. I'm in my why not era. And that's kind of how I've been approaching life recently, which is so unlike me. If you've listened to my stuff before, you know a little bit about me, then you know that I haven't really always been the most outgoing person and the most extroverted type of person, I feel like. That's something I've been trying to push myself to do and it never just really felt natural, but lately that feeling has just been coming naturally. It all started when one of my friends, Marla, asked me to go on this super last minute trip to visit her in Miami and North Carolina. And that was a big deal for me saying yes, because I remember when she texted me, she was like, hey, I know this is super last minute, but do you want to come with me to these places, whatever, whatever. And it's funny because my first instinct, I literally started typing this out too. I was, my first instinct was to say no and like come up with an excuse to why I couldn't, not because I didn't want to go or hang out with her, but that is just like my natural... I don't know, response to things. I'm like, I get nervous about that type of stuff or I used to get nervous. I used to, I feel like hold myself back from things and overthink it and just get really anxious. And I was like, as I was typing that response, I thought to myself, why wouldn't I say yes? Why wouldn't I go? What's the worst that's gonna happen? Why wouldn't I go? And so I told her, you know what? I'm so down, let's do it. And this was also kind of a big deal for me just on a personal level. I was feeling really proud of myself because I feel like, For so long, I hadn't really opened myself up to new friendships, letting new people into my life and, you know, just experiencing new friends, new people, whatever. And so we weren't really close before that trip. We had only hung out 
a handful of times. And I think that's kind of why I was hesitant to go just because, you know, I have been that person for so long who just wasn't open to those types of things. And when I tell you saying yes was the best thing I ever did for myself, it was the best thing I ever did for myself. That just caused this massive domino effect to me being like, why am I not opening up myself to more things? This is so amazing. What's the worst that's going to happen? I have been asking myself that in a lot of situations recently where I'm like, what's the worst that's going to happen? But you also have to think, what's the best that's going to happen? And for me, this little girl's trip with my lovely friend Marla, who I wasn't super close to going into it, we came out of it being such close friends, connected on such a deep and beautiful level that now I'm like, oh my gosh, that's one of my great friends. And I'm so just obsessed with our friendship. It was so fun. It felt liberating to do that for myself and to get out of my comfort zone because the comfort zone is obviously very easy to be in, very comfortable to be in. And I just remember thinking, oh my gosh, this is kind of a big deal for me, blah, blah, blah. But in my head, I also was thinking it's now or never, you know, to make these friendships and live my life because right now I'm in this stage of life where I'm only doing things for me and doing things that feel good for me. It's you know, different being in a relationship because you're taking into account how the other person is feeling and their feelings. And right now I feel like I'm kind of just living for myself, which has been so weird just because, you know, I was in a relationship for years of my life. And especially because I was in that relationship for very young years in my life and very formative years, it has just felt oddly freeing to just do things for me and not have to, you know, think about someone else. And Not that you can't do these things when you're in a relationship because you totally can, but it's definitely just a different feeling and that's how I've been feeling. So this whole situation kind of started my whole, why don't I say yes to more things and why not? Like, why not? I came out of that trip with so many cool experiences and people to have met. And let me also say, (laughs) Miami is very fun. (laughs) I don't know how in depth I want to go into here, but you know what? Eh, Why not? I'll, I'll tell you the dang story. So I went to Miami first because that's where she lives. And then we were going to go to North Carolina after. So she was like, why don't you come to Miami first for a few days? You can hang out here and then we'll go to North Carolina together. And I was like, great. Sounds fun. I've never been to either of those places. So I was super excited. I've also just heard a lot about Miami (laughs) and it kind of was just like, you know what? If not now, then when? When am I going to, you know, have an excuse or someone to go see again? And obviously being single now, I'm like, it's time to pop off a little bit. And it's not in like a, I want to go and meet guys. Like I am not in that era. And I, that's not really what I am focusing on or the single vibe that I'm on right now. But I was just excited to have some girl time, you know, dress up cute, feel good about myself, feel hot, and go out with my friend. So the first night that I'm there, picture this, I am horrifically jet lagged because I had been on 13 hours of flights and the Miami to Hawaii time difference is six hours. So I was extremely jet lagged, so tired, hadn't really gotten much sleep because I took a red eye flight. And essentially a few hours after I got there, you know, things were already in action. (laughs) The plans were being formed. And the first night I'm there, we get dinner reservations to this very exclusive restaurant that sometimes turns into like a club. It's called Sexy Fish. And apparently it's nearly impossible to get a reservation there 
on like last minute. You have to do it super far in advance, whatever, whatever. We somehow ended up getting a reservation because there was a cancellation or something. And we got a reservation for 1030 at night. (laughs) Bitch, this isn't Europe. Why are we eating dinner at 1030? I was dying. But you know what? I was like, "Eh, this is my only night that we're able to go out. So let's just do it. We got ready. I had never felt more just like in my femininity and just like so feeling good about myself. I was just like, wow, look at me pop off. I had on this little black mini dress (laughs) and I don't know. It was just funny seeing myself like all done up because I don't really go out often, especially like here or even in general. I just don't. And so this is not like a common occurrence for me. We're getting ready. I put my dress on, put my makeup on. We're having fun. We're talking. We're getting excited. And then comes the shoe debacle. You might be wondering, Ava, what are you talking about? So basically this restaurant, Sexy Fish, has a dress code. (laughs) That is the type of place we are going into. They literally on the phone when we were making the reservation were like, yeah, there is a dress code, blah, blah, blah. You cannot wear all these different things. No sneakers, no sandals. And I was like, ooh. Oh shit, I literally brought high top black Converse and my New Balance dad sneakers. (laughs) What am I gonna do? And Marla said to me, you don't have heels? And I told her, no, I don't really own heels. I've never really worn heels in my life. I did to prom, but they were a solid inch and a half tall. So that's more like a platform. I've never worn true heels, nor do I own any. And she told me, okay, well, basically there's a dress code. So girl, you got to wear heels. We're going out. What are you thinking? We're in Miami. And I was like, I don't know the etiquette for Miami going out, whatever. So she goes into her closet. She's like, oh, I bet you'll be able to fit into these. What size are your feet? And I tell her I'm like an 11, 11 and a half and I have wide ass feet. Okay. I wasn't blessed with small, cute, little dainty feet. But, you know, in the grand scheme of things, if I had small feet, I wouldn't be able to support my body weight and height. So whatever, I get it. I'm not complaining. I'm, you know, blessed to (laughs) have feet. But it's just funny because I can never share shoes with friends or anything because I feel like all my friends are like a seven, eight or nine. And I'm always just like the girl with big ass feet. (laughs) I remember being called Bigfoot back in middle school. So that was also really traumatizing and, you know, did a number on me. But I was like, girl, I have size 11, 11 and a half. And she's like, oh, I bet you'll be able to fit into these. Just try. I'm a size nine. I look at her and I'm like, Marla, I love you. You're so darling, but there's no damn way I'm going to be able to fit into those traps. She pulls out these beautiful platform five, six inch heels. And she's like, try these on. I look at them. I look at them next to my feet and I'm just like, oh my God. I am in for it. So I shove my foot into the heel. And when I tell you I lost all feeling within 10 to 30 seconds, I lost feeling in my feet in 10 to 30 seconds. It hurt so, so bad. But plot twist, I've never looked better. I looked so damn good in these heels. I was like, I feel more confident than I ever have in my entire life. My legs looked great. It just looked so good with the black dress. And that was my true first experience of beauty is pain. Cause I never really understood that until this moment. Keep in mind, I wore these shoes for like five, six hours that night. They did end up coming off at a few points. I'll explain later. But one, I ended up breaking Marla's shoes. I bought her a new pair cause I felt so bad. I literally like broke the buckle. You know, that's like <laughs> tearing off at the seams now. But I was busting out of these shoes. I mean, you couldn't tell that they were too small, but I knew. And I felt it. 
but I also felt so good. So, you know what? I was like, we're going to have to push through this because I have to wear these because I have no other options. Did I come out of this with bruises on the tips of my toes and sore feet for about a week and a half after? Yes. But in that moment, I looked great. So at this point, we're both fully ready, looking amazing. I'm in all black. Marla's in this beautiful little Tinkerbell-ish green dress. And we were popping off, feeling very good. We pull up to this restaurant, sit down. We look at the menu. <laughs> this is the most expensive menu I've probably laid eyes on in a very long time. And we were like, you know what? It's our only night that we're going to be able to go out. Let's just ball out a little bit. So that's what we did. Just for reference on how freaking expensive this place was, one plate of gyoza, it was like Kobe beef gyoza, it was $42 for four pieces of gyoza. What? Goodbye. Literally, I would ne no, you know, no, this is not like a usual thing. I don't know. <laughs> so we're just kind of going off ordering. We ordered two plates of that mm, dang gyoza, which is like $84. Super fun. And probably ended up, you know, racking up a bill that was about $250-$300. And we were fully prepared to, you know, split it and just be like, that was super fun. Great experience. Mm, let's not do that again for a very long time. But then, and this is when, you know, the real true Miami experience <laughs> starts happening to me. This, this is when it started feeling like a movie for me. Keep in mind, I had never experienced something like this. Like I said, don't go out often, but this lady waitress comes up and she looks at Marla and I and she's like, hi ladies, no pressure, but I just want to tell you that that group of men sitting over at that table over there want to buy you guys a drink. <laughs> and I look at Marla and I'm like, I don't know how to function. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I, you know, I have been out of the game and am I ready to hop back in the game? No, but I wanted to have fun. And I was like, I feel like I'm breaking down. I don't know what to do. And she's like, you know what? Follow my lead. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fine. We'll feel out the vibes. Just follow my lead. And so I did exactly that. We go and sit down. There's these four men. And when I say men, <laughs> these men are like older than us, not suspiciously old and like scary old, but like late 20s, early to maybe mid 30s. Okay. <laughs> I was scared. I was like, I don't even know what to do. One of the guys there ended up knowing Marla's dad. So that's why they kind of like scouted us out, I think. So anyway, there was that connection there. I'm like sitting, we're sitting down in this booth and just talking, not giving them anything to work with. I'm not being flirty. I'm not being, I don't even know the word. I guess, yeah, I wasn't being like purposely flirty or anything. I was just being, you know, normal. I wasn't really trying to get anything or get anyone out of it. I was like, let's get some free drinks, slay, whatever. We're talking to them for about 10, 15 minutes. It's very casual conversation. The vibes weren't scary or like, you know, we, we were feeling out the vibes and the vibes were fine. About 15 minutes in, we were like, okay, we're going to go to the bathroom. We'll be right back. Whatever. We trot off to the bathroom. It is the coolest bathroom I've ever seen. We took Instagram photos for about 30 minutes in there. We're just, you know, messing around, taking pics. It was the most crazy, beautiful bathroom I've ever seen. I posted pictures of it on my Instagram if you want to go see, but we were in there for a minute, longer than we were ever talking to them. We were just in this <laughs> bathroom. And then when we go back, we sit back down with them and the waiter comes up and he's like giving them their check or whatever. And Marla goes, oh, can we get our check for our table, please? Like it's the one over there. And the waiter looks at her and he goes, oh no, it's taken care of. And we look at each other and we're like, what? The men paid for our dinner. <laughs> These group of men 
who we later found out to be very, very, very wealthy. Like I'm pretty sure they were like low-key millionaires. I think, you know, I don't want to spread misinformation, but that's what the verdict pretty much was. They paid for our dinner and I'm pretty sure our bill was somewhere around 300 to 350. (laughs) They paid for our dinner. We gave them nothing to work with. I mean, I'm, you know, I think we gave them nothing to work with, but we weren't being like blurdy or anything. I don't know. So that was just the beginning. I thought that was going to be the end. I was like, oh, pop off. That's crazy. Like, what the heck? This has never happened to me. This literally feels like a movie. It was just so funny because Marla and I were looking at each other and we're like, what just happened? Pop off Queens. We love a blonde and brunette duo. (laughs) And then long story short... They ended up getting us an Uber, buying a table at a club, which mind you, is about $2,000 at this specific club. (laughs) We get into this club and 10, 15 minutes into it, the bottle service girls come out. And what's on the sign? Because when you get bottle service, they basically come out with a sign and you can like customize what the sign says. Sometimes it says like happy birthday or whatever the message is. The bottle service girls come out with a sign that says Ava Jules and Marla Faye. (laughs) They got us customized bottle service and we're just like, what is going on? It was just so jarring and funny to me because I was like, wow, I'm really, I'm really having an experience here. It it was like, this is my movie moment. Like what is going on? I also met some viewers at the club <laughs> and that was really fun. They were like, we saw your name and we thought there's no way Ava's here. What is she doing at this club in Miami? And it was fun because I got to meet some of you, which was such a big fat sleigh. Basically at one point, you know, the the heels came off. I, I could not stand it anymore. I thought if I had a few drinky drinks that I wouldn't be able to feel my feet, but I still felt it. I fully felt it. I was like, my feet are like, I'm in genuine pain here. And Marla being the true friend that she is, she took off her heels with me. So we were, we had the dogs out <laughs> at this freaking club dancing barefoot. Oh, that was really humbling, but it needed to happen. Anyway, I ended up putting the heels back on. And moral of the story, we ended up going back at about 3.30 a.m. And the craziest part about all of this is that not one time during this night, you know, we had expected to go to dinner at this place and then like go out afterwards. And we kind of were expecting to pay a check. We, you know, were expecting that. We're like, whatever, we only have one night here to do this together. We're going to ball out. We did not end up taking out our wallets one time that night. (laughs) I go, I had a free night in Miami and that night in total probably costed with all like the drinks and stuff. Oh my God. It was probably like a $3,000 night for free. Like what? This stuff doesn't happen to me. This stuff just doesn't happen to me. Moral of the story. So this was all very shocking. I'm like, what is going on? I am like unwell. I'm jet lagged on top of that. Oh my gosh. It was just crazy. And I feel like we were definitely hungover for like two days after that. (laughs) But it was fun. And I was like, imagine I had not said yes to this trip. I wouldn't have this funny ass memory That is so fun to tell now. And oh my goodness, that was truly an experience. We spent the next day in recovery, you know, (laughs) taking it very slow. And then the next morning we flew out to North Carolina. Her parents have a house up in the mountains there and it was so beautiful. I have never been to North Carolina before and I was just shocked at how much natural beauty there was there. We did hikes, 
saw waterfalls, swam in waterfalls, went on a boat and went on like natural rock slides and stuff and basically had no service the whole time. And that was so, so fun and enjoyable. And when I was planning this trip, I was like, okay, it's kind of a lot to just go out to the East Coast because it is such a far trek to go just for like four or five days. So I was like, let me make a trip out of this. So after North Carolina, I headed off to Los Angeles, California, and I love California so much. I just love being there. And for the first time, I put myself out there and I met up with a few new friends, which like I said, so unlike me, but I was like, why not? There have been internet friends that I have been wanting to meet for so long. Now's the time to do it. I have been wanting to put myself out there more and be more open to friendships, you know, welcoming new people into my life and just really, truly turning a page and putting myself out there more. And I did. And it was so amazing too. And I felt so proud of myself because I was like, I wouldn't have done this a few years ago, a few months ago. I wouldn't have, you know, made the like effort or even wanted to reach out to new people because that just used to scare me so much. And I did it and I'm so glad I did because I came out of that trip with so many new friends and new experiences, which is all just so crazy to me because I was like, had I not said yes to this freaking trip, none of those things would have happened. These friendships, these bonds, these experiences wouldn't have happened. So all these dominoes are falling into place and I feel like it's just keeping on going because I truly feel like right now someone could ask me to do something, you know, within reason here. I have my limits. I have my boundaries, but I truly feel like I'm just gonna say yes to things more and gonna be like, why not to more things? Because I feel like I held myself back for so long and I would always think about the negative outcome or just wanting to stay in my comfort zone. But lately I've also just been thinking, okay, yes, you know, what's the worst that can happen, but you also have to think about what's the best that can happen because that's usually the thing that's going to happen. I feel like when we think the way of what's the worst thing that's going to happen and, you know, you're just catastrophizing situations and your brain can just go to crazy places, but usually that's not even what happens. So you have to also think about the best possible outcome. And it's just crazy that I myself have gotten to this point because I never thought that I would get here. I didn't even think that was like a possibility for me. And now I have just been feeling like the possibilities are endless and I'm excited to meet new people. I'm excited to say yes to more things because looking back, I'm like, wow, I said no to a lot of things and I probably passed on opportunities that would have been cool for me to do and fun for me. You know, I'm not going to regret that because it happened how it happened and I'm here today in this position because of how things happened and played out. But right now, I just want to be more open to things, more welcoming to these experiences. And I feel like once I made that intention, these experiences started coming to me more, which is so interesting because before I was very closed off. And now that I feel like I've opened myself up to it, you know, not even verbally, but also energetically, if that makes sense, I just feel like because I feel more open now, more things have been coming. Another fun little thing that happened because of this new mindset and era, I got three new tattoos, which means I now have five. And I used to be the person who was like, I don't think I'll ever get tattoos. That's just not me. I don't think I'll ever like something enough to get it permanently tattooed on my body. And for me, I was always just like, what I like is changing constantly. So imagine I get a tattoo and then I hate it in three months or like a year, whatever. That was, you know, how I thought. As you guys know, I got my first two tattoos when I was in New York this summer. And the other day, Nia, my best friend, I'm literally 
just waking up you know i'm like rotting in my bed she calls me and she's like hey i have this crazy idea like do you want to go get tattoos i'm like on the way (laughs) and i was like you asked the wrong girl because my answer you already know it is going to be yes and so within the span of a few hours i went from having no plans for the day you know just having a chill day at home to sitting in a tattoo shop and getting three new ones and these are all more visible ones because the tattoos i had previously one was on my rib cage so you couldn't really see it unless i'm in a certain style of bikini and the other one is like a super tiny sun on my wrist that you can't see super often and i was like you know what i want visible tattoos which i'm still like what the heck who am i every time i look in the mirror i'm having like this moment of holy shit this is on me for the rest of my life and it's like fully visible now there's no hiding queen you have tattoos. And this is all just crazy to me because like I said, I never thought I would, yet here I am. The most visible one that I got is on the inside of my arm, like right above the elbow crease and it's words. (laughs) So this is very visible. When I'm wearing tank tops or shirts or dresses, you can fully see that I have tattoos now, which I'm like, yes, that was the goal. I really wanted some visible ones. And so I got I am limitless in French, which translates to je suis sans limite. And I got that in cursive writing on the inside of my arm. Crazy. If you want to see what it looks like, I'm sure I will post pictures of it on Instagram and stuff. But I got that. I got a heart on the inside of my wrist and then on the back of my other arm, on the back side of my elbow, above the elbow, I got the outline of a wave. And I'm so obsessed with them. I just love the little tiny tattoos. And it's just funny because you know what? I put a bumper sticker, I put five bumper stickers on a Bentley. (laughs) And if you don't get that reference, it's because a long time ago, Kim Kardashian was doing an interview and she was like, honey, would you put a bumper sticker on a Bentley? You know what? I'm not a Bentley. (laughs) I'm, no, I'm not that fancy of a car. And you know what? The bumper stickers, I think bumper stickers are cute. So here I am. That moment was big for me because I was like, wow, I gave this no thought. You know, I thought about it for like a few hours. And it's just funny because I used to overthink things so, so much. And lately, I just feel like I've been letting myself go with the flow of things, which has been so freeing and such a beautiful feeling because before, I just would let my mind really rule my life a little too much. And now it's kind of nice to just take things day by day and say yes to things, like I said, within boundaries and within what I genuinely want to do being open to things and just being like, why not? Literally, I've been asking myself a lot lately, why not? Why not go out and do this certain thing? Why not make this new connection? Why not say yes to this trip or whatever it is? Why not go get tattoos? Um, It's been really freeing. I just feel like I am not in an identity crisis, but I'm in an identity discovery. I've been learning so many new things about myself and what I like and who I am more. And this has just been such a big discovery chapter for me because I'm just so focused on myself and it feels really, really good. I also recently have been realizing how amazing friendships are. You know, I always knew this. This isn't like new information, but I've been truly feeling how amazing and important and special these friendships are to me, making new friendships, working on friendships that have already existed and pouring into those more because I kind of talked about this with Lindsay on the last episode when we were talking about breakups and stuff, but we were kind of talking about how friendships are so important because 
Those are your people through ups and downs, through different people that come into your life romantically, you know, through breakups, through all these different things, your friends are going to be there for you. And I, I really think it's important to still be very connected to your friendships during relationships, just because you don't want to throw that away. And I don't think I did because I still would, you know, make time for my friends and stuff while I was in a relationship, but it's different because you want to spend time with the person you're in a relationship with. And so I get how it can be a difficult balance, but it's so important to still pour into your friendships, even when you're in relationships, because, you know, I feel like a lot of times those friendships might outlast. And it's also just so important to have people in your life that you connect with, not romantically. And I don't know, I just lately have been feeling really grateful for the friends I have in my life and the conversations we're having and how much we connect on a such a deep and beautiful level. And I just feel like so many of these friendships I'm going to have for life, if not years and years and years. And I've been big on focusing on those types of relationships lately. And also the relationship I have with myself. Like I said, I'm going through a lot of self-discovery right now. I have all the time in the world to pour into myself. And I really want to focus on being the best me that I can be and making sure I'm doing things that feel good for me that make me feel uplifted. I really want to get back into a good workout routine. I want to, you know, make some lifestyle changes. I just want to feel my best. I have just been in this mood where I'm like, if I don't do this for myself now, then when? I just want to create good lasting habits for myself that stick with me, you know, through life. And I really just want to show myself all the love that I deserve and show my body the love it deserves and my mind and truly pour into myself more than I have before. More than ever, I really just want to treat myself the way I know I should and put in that time and effort to make sure I'm feeling good, feeling my best. And that can be done in a lot of different ways. You know, I've been spending a lot of time with myself recently and getting to learn new things about myself. But I also, like I said, want to make some lifestyle changes and do all the things that I've been putting off and making excuses for, for a very long time. I really just want to create good habits, good systems for myself and really stick to them. So that's what's been up with me. I feel like I've been writing a new chapter for myself and I'm really excited to see where this chapter goes. I feel like I'm just along for the ride, trying to go with the flow of things and just let things come, let things go. Thank you for being here through all of these changes and different chapters of my life. I'm so grateful that you're here and I'm so grateful that I get to share it and share my experiences. You know, there's still days where I'm like, <laughs> I am not doing well, but there's, you know, lately been more days where I feel like I definitely see the light at the end of the tunnel and I am racing towards that light, baby. <laughs> I think my biggest advice is to take things day by day, no matter what you're going through, whether it's a breakup or, you know, something else, take things as they come. And sometimes I know it's easier said than done, but it's really important to let go of your attachment to things because it's a very freeing feeling. I'm still kind of figuring that out myself, but take it day by day. Things come in waves when you're feeling good let yourself feel good. And when you're feeling low, just know that it will get better again. Apparently I did have a lot of things to say. <laughs> I don't know why I was freaking out earlier that my brain was empty because clearly it was not, but now it is. I don't think I have anything left to say for a while now until next week, of course. Thank you for listening to all the things on my mind. Bye.